How is it going, everybody? This is Sean Barnes. I want to welcome you to episode 75 of The Way of the Wolf. On the show today, I am going to be talking about the rate at which you progress through your career. And I'm actually going to make an argument that going slow is the better approach. I realize that that flies directly in the face of all the things that we talk about on this show. But as we get into this topic, I think you're going to start to understand why. Before I dive into it, for all of you listening or watching on YouTube, if you could do me a huge favor, do a thumbs up, rate the show, leave some stars or review. All of that stuff really helps me out in terms of the way the algorithm works and pushing the content out there, especially on YouTube. I don't do any sort of advertisements for the show, so everything has to happen organically. There's never going to be any ads. I'm never going to try to sell you anything or monetize this show. Everything that I do is out of my own pocket just to try to help people out. So if you find this beneficial or helpful, please share it out with friends, family, or anybody that you think might benefit from it. I can't tell you how much I appreciate that. Okay. All of that being said, let's get into this topic because I think it's very interesting I have watched a number of people in business, whether they're my peers or people coming in from the outside, where they kind of rocket ship their way straight up to the top. And you look at the rate at which they climb, and it is impressive. They shoot straight to the top really quickly. A lot of times this comes from people that are very polished or well-spoken or have kind of a command of knowledge in their functional domain. These are all good things and I commend them for it, but there are caveats to going straight to the top that fast. When you shoot to the top that fast, you usually have not had an opportunity to build and develop the skills necessary to successfully lead the team. That's very unfortunate. And some businesses will set people up for failure whenever they do this. I'll give you a few examples. There have been times in my career, a handful, where I desperately wanted that promotion. I wanted that that next role up. I wanted to be able to lead more people and <clears throat> kind of progress at that pretty aggressive rate. And there were times when it didn't happen. There were times that I was passed over for somebody that was more polished, somebody that had that MBA. Unfortunately, those people were not equipped or qualified to be in that role. And the specific people that I'm thinking about now actually ended up losing their jobs six to eight months in because they were so bad at it. What those situations taught me is patience. It also gave me an opportunity to learn how to effectively lead up the chain of command. That's especially difficult when you're leading up to an idiot. But I learned those skills. There is one boss in particular that comes to mind. Oh, he was, hmm. He was not equipped to be in the role that he was in. 
it was a struggle for me, such a struggle. I lost countless hours of sleep sheer because of sheer frustration that he was in the role and I wasn't. It was so frustrating trying to coach him and lead up and the the way he would just ignore me was beyond frustrating. But it taught me how to build a relationship and maintain a relationship with someone that was in over his head, had a massive ego, and would ignore everything that I said. That was very challenging. But I learned those skills because I had to build that relationship with him to get things across the finish line for my team. I had to figure out how to get him on board with something so that the team could be successful. Had I not been put in that situation, had I not been given the opportunity to learn those skills, I likely wouldn't have them today. That's something that I think a lot of people overlook when they're dealing with a boss that they just can't stand, whether they just rub you the wrong way or they're an idiot or they're an asshole or whatever the problem is. Too many people fixate on that problem as opposed to thinking about the opportunity that you have been given. The opportunity to learn and grow and be better. When you find yourself at the top and you have skyrocketed there at a very rapid rate. If you have not learned those necessary leadership skills to be successful, your team is going to know. They're going to pick up on it and they're going to be frustrated. They're going to struggle, which is going to make it even more difficult for you to be successful. This also applies when people find themselves in that sort of a role and they're being compensated for that role. I'm flashing back to a number of situations and instances where somebody was put into a role, they were paid way more than they should have been based on their skill set and their value. Unfortunately, they ended up losing that job and they had built a lifestyle around that level of compensation. After losing that job, they couldn't find another job making that amount of money. And they ended up being in kind of a very precarious situation when you've built a life around making 150000 a year, but you're only qualified for jobs that make 80000 a year. It's kind of not your fault. The business sets you up for failure. Okay. So those are some of the, the downsides to having a very aggressive ramp in terms of progress in your career. I'm going to circle back around towards the end of the show and talk about what to do if you find yourself in that situation. But before I do, I want to talk about the slow road. The slow road. All of those instances where I was extremely frustrated, I was very impatient. I wanted that VP title. I wanted that raise. It gave me the opportunity to learn those skills necessary to actually operate at that level. I didn't realize it at the time. I was frustrated 
beating my head against the wall. Why was I overlooked? But it also taught me patience, which <laughs> I do struggle with that still today. I am quite an impatient person, but in recent years, I have learned the value of patience. And I have learned that the things that we get so worked up over <laughs> in the grand scheme of things, they don't really always matter all that much. So, lessons learned. I touched on it earlier, learning how to lead up, especially leading up to people that are not competent or qualified. It also gave me the opportunity to learn how to more comfortably talk to senior executives. When you're practicing skills around leading up the chain of command, when you create an environment where you get exposure to more and more senior leaders, C-suite executives, board members, things like that, you start getting more comfortable having those conversations. That starts building confidence. And that bleeds over into a, a situation where you can be more successful. When you have that exposure and you're comfortable and confident in talking to senior executives, when that opportunity arises for you to step into that leadership role, they're going to know who you are. That needs to be your area of focus. Focus on doing your job to the best of your ability. Focus on helping everyone around you as much as you possibly can. Focus on helping everyone else be successful. I realize that new leaders and people that are aggressively trying to grow their career, they struggle with that because they think you've got to be this rock star individual contributor. But if you want to find yourself in a leadership role, it really comes down to being a force multiplier and helping everyone else around you become successful. <clears throat> okay, let's go back to what to do if you have found yourself in a senior leadership role and you got there very fast. This takes an element of self-awareness that you may not actually have if you are in this position because it is very easy to get an ego, to have a big head whenever you skyrocket to the top and you think, oh, I'm Mr. Big Shot, I'm a badass. And, and then when things start to go wrong, it's very easy for you to point blame. Oh, my manager didn't do this. Oh, my admin didn't follow up on this. Oh, my coordinator didn't do this. If you find yourself doing that, I would highly encourage you spend some time looking in the mirror. Instead of focusing on why is everyone around me not doing their job, ask yourself, what can I do to help them be better? Upon self-reflection, you may come to the realization that you need to grow as a leader. You need self-development in that arena. If you, get your, if you get to that point, I would encourage you find a mentor, find a coach. Actually, I think I might create an episode just on the importance of finding a mentor in your career and in life. 
But the biggest thing is going to be an element of self-awareness that we all need to be successful as leaders. And then once you have reflected and figured out where am I at, where do I need to improve, you've got to act on it. Take action. Don't sit there. Don't be another statistic of somebody who shot to the top, got fired because they weren't capable or competent in that arena, and then ended up struggling to find a job somewhere else. I think that is all I've got for today. Just some kind of random thoughts. I'll be honest, I've struggled with this episode. I've got a whole lot of notes here, and I've kind of gone back and forth on the format of it. Hopefully, it added value for all of you today. Big, big takeaways. When you're progressing through your career, be patient. This process takes time. Yes, you can accelerate that window and still be successful if you take the right approach, if you invest in yourself. And I know I'm always talking about reading books, but it has to be more than just reading a book. You have to create an environment where you apply the lessons learned from the book. Reading something from a page versus doing it, those are two entirely different things. So, last thing I want to touch on, if anybody knows of somebody that has a t-shirt business where they will actually do prints, logos, slogans on shirts, please reach out to me, share their contact information. I have had a shirt guy that I've been working with. He does phenomenal work, but just never answers the phone. It is the craziest thing. If you've seen that gif of take my money, that's how I feel. Uh, it, it is shocking to me that some people are still in business when they operate that way. In any event, if any of you know somebody who has a shirt company or uh, is interested in actually doing business with somebody who wants to print up a bunch of shirts, reach out to me, Sean at the way of the wolf.com or on any of my social media. You can reach me at the underscore Sean Barnes. That is all I've got for you today. Thank you so much for listening and y'all have a good one.